0: Welcome to In Moderation, the show where we give you a moderate dose of info, sarcasm, and we already know we're not approved.
1: In this corner of episode 16, we have your host, Liam
0: Layden. Oh, it's, it still feels weird, even though I changed my name like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> And in the other corner, we have your guest weighing in at
1: way smarter than both of us combined, Ashley Freeman.
0: (laughs) See, I thought you were going to go with uh, weighing in at I don't judge women's weight or like I won't comment on a woman's weight or something like that. That seemed (laughs) like a pretty safe way to go. (laughs) But you just like, let me just glaze over all of that. Yeah. So
1: how's it going, Ashley?
2: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Oh, you know, hanging in there, baby life. It's always fun getting spit up on, changing your shirt, like, I don't know, five, six times a day, doing lots of laundry. Awesome. I
1: I would say that I don't know nothing about that, but, you know, new kitten means hairballs all over the place. So, (laughs) I'm also cleaning up everything. (laughs) Nice.
2: Well. Yeah, it's like the same, what you guys are going through. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's like exactly the same. well since we've got ashley on the show i think you know we're all going to talk about what she's known for what people want to hear petrology ashley how did you get into studying rocks because i always found them really boring you know like they're just kind of there and everywhere but you went to university for it what got you interested in the study of rocks
2: oh yeah thank you so much for the question Mm -hmm. um they, wow!
0: I just know I, I caught you off guard enough? with the thing you've been studying for years. It's it's very That's, weird. I don't know. I I always like triangle yeah. ones because the square ones and round ones are so easy to find. I prefer oblong myself. Yeah, oblong. So- That's a good one. Oh, nice. Oh, do, so wait. Cute. Do you not yeah, study they're, petrology? Because I do. May if I my notes are oh, going to be yeah. completely useless? I so. may
1: have sent Liam the wrong notes.
0: I've just got all these questions. Oh, okay. That's
1: the, that's what you get for that uh, little hidden gem that you left me in the last episode.
0: Oh shit! It's like, what's the shiniest rock? <laughs> okay, maybe Ashley, you should tell people what you're actually known for. I guess.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can start with a background of. I guess what I do on TikTok and then also my Mm -hmm. education, because they very much go hand in hand. So if you've seen me on TikTok, I very generally share kind of evidence-based fitness, nutrition, and physiology content. Um, But kind of the history of what led me to there was, um, so last, or already last year already, Um, last year in May, I graduated with my Masters of science and health and human physiology and rocks. An emphasis in skeletal muscle and rocks. Yeah. Number one rocks, number two, human physiology. So yeah, my two really big passions. <laughs> um, so overall that I just, I studied the human body and I, I, I've done research on it. Um, I did a research project in grad school. I taught human physiology in, in grad school. I, I worked as a teaching assistant, um, but kind of has some history on that. Um, I came into undergrad as a human physiology major, originally thinking that I wanted to go to like med school or PA school or something of the sort. Um, And so when I was in undergrad, I started working as a nursing assistant in an inpatient cancer unit. Um, And once I graduated from college with a degree in human physiology, I actually spent two years full time working um, as a nursing assistant in the inpatient cancer unit and really Um, Loved learning about cancer, caring for people. Um, And during those years, I actually went through two rounds of PA school applications and didn't get in. Um, The place I was applying to is one of those places where you have like a thousand people apply and they take 25 and it just wasn't in the cards for me. Um, And so from there, I was trying to think critically of what is it that I really love Um, And it was definitely human physiology. I really love learning and I really love teaching. And so I found (laughs) honestly the perfect program, which is what I just graduated from last year. So it's a master's of science in health and human physiology with a thesis track. So you do like coming up with a research project and proposing it and defending it and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. mine was um, about skeletal muscle metabolism within cancer. And then I got to alongside taking classes work as a teaching assistant for Two classes: human physiology lab, um, and then nutrition and health. That's so awesome. that's kind of
0: when you, I'm going to be honest. Know. When you said yeah, you yeah. work with cancer patients, and then you said I I went through two rounds. I was like, of oh, chemo, like Ooh, you just decided, yeah. just to, oh, like I went through two <laughs> oh, rounds, just chemo. randomly I, go I, through I chemo. Yeah. To, I wanted to feel what they were feeling. I wanted to understand <laughs> what they were going through, yeah. and so I just did it as a, a show of support. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember. Well, I so you obviously better. like <laughs> I've watched a lot of your TikToks. You talk about you know muscle and you know building muscle the breakdown of muscle that sort of stuff so is that kind of what got you interested in like I know with cancer patients a lot of muscle wasting happens a lot during cancer Mm -hmm. treatments and during cancer Mm -hmm. is that part of it that kind of got you interested in the 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 study of muscle I guess
2: not exactly I mean I wish it worked out that way perfectly but it honestly was just one of those things that Uh. it um it just kind of fell into my lap or just a lot of, it was a, a huge, almost coincidence. I guess that's not the right word, but it was, I knew I wanted to study cancer. Um, and I, I always had a huge fascination in undergrad. Um, out of all the systems we studied in, in the human body, the skeletal muscle was definitely like one of my favorite systems. And I think mm-hmm. muscle is just the coolest organ. Um, but the lab I joined is actually a cancer lab. It, it's, overall it's the cancer cachexia lab, um, and it just so happened that the one of our collaborators. So I joined the lab, and my mentor, she's a PhD scientist. Um, it just so happened that one of the collaborators that she had been talking with about a project that ended up being my thesis. He just so happened to be the um, gastrointestinal oncology surgeon that I used to take care of his patients when I worked at the hospital. And then I came to grad school, and all of a sudden was like a collaborator on a research project with him. So um, it wasn't like I went through him to, it just, anyway, it just ended up falling into place perfectly, if that makes sense. So yeah, it was, it was really cool how it worked out. Um, And so I came, so my uh, thesis was within a cohort of pancreatic cancer patients, but specifically we studied the mechanisms of muscle there. So it's, it was cool in the sense where I got to learn, a lot about skeletal muscle physiology in and of itself and then getting to learn about that in the context of cancer as well as just about you know pathology of cancer.
1: Itself. You, you've so, gone through all of that and you've come to the point where now you're just on a talk show podcast with two guys whose biggest argument is <laughs> whether bananas are good or not.
0: We also argue about other things like you know pineapple what? and pizza, crunchy peanut butter. We we talk about all the major I, topics. I on hate this to tell you podcast. this,
1: Liam, but um, the the poll for I, pineapple yeah, I on saw pizza that
0: people were talking about pineapple and pizza. Obviously, those are jokes. No one is serious about that. Those are clearly <laughs> just you know, just to make us angry. Okay. They're, they're trolling us. Yeah. They're just <laughs> trolling us. No one actually likes that. It is a big old joke <laughs> that a lot of people are in on, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's oh, yeah, interesting. I so you said I you were you. like interested in cancer as well. Also my question is since you've been doing that, how long have we been hiding yeah. the cure for cancer? Cause obviously we've been doing that for a long time, but like, is it for like years? Whoa. Is it more of a recent thing? Whoa. You know, what's going on with that?
2: Yeah, I think we're just waiting for Mm -hmm. um, more people to create really like marketable content about it. Hit that threshold um, so that they. Yep, we just need more people to have. Um, no or very colloquial understandings of human science, and then come in and sell you like the solution that everyone has been hiding, and just completely crap on everyone in the research and medical field. So that's <laughs> what we're—that's it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and how much is Bill Gates paying? Oh, sorry, I can't share that.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, understandable. <laughs> NDA. It generally yeah. keeps it under the table. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would love to kind of get like, because that's what I know you talk about it a lot. I'd love to kind of get into like the, 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 the process of like building muscle. I know like one of your like most popular videos on TikTok mm. is just kind of going through hypertrophy the building of muscle i would like love to just talk about that a little bit because i think that's yeah. something a lot of people are interested but they just kind of know me go gym me lift weights me sleep yeah. eat protein yeah. me build muscle that's yeah. and again while yes that is basically what you need to do uh you know it'd be love, i'd love to get a little bit more into me, lo- just- me no look at woman or else me end up on joey swole <laughs> me 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 yeah, no want see me on it's joey swole me look down <laughs>
2: Uh, (laughs) It's like those videos of those guys who are like, wow, the floor is just really flooring today. (laughs) So much floor.
0: I've never noticed it before.
2: (laughs) Yes. No, I do. I would love to talk about that. I realized I told you guys that I would talk about how that got connected to TikTok. And I just went on a tangent about um, my academic background. But very briefly, I think being in the field of research and then, you know, like I would come home and get on TikTok and then see people be like, look at this case study. If you eat vegetables, you will die. Like I would see that. And um, it we don't just know anything about, that. Tell about us more. Um, what's going on now.
0: There's <laughs> grifters trying about, to tell like, people not to eat things to sell supplements. I've never heard of this before. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I would go. I would get so I would have this like visceral reaction and get so oh, yeah. angry because it's so frustrating. And for me, I almost felt like, protective over my field of work and my colleagues of how people in the research field like break their backs to create knowledge you know that's a hyperbole but like they were so hard to create knowledge and then like it takes years of collecting pilot data and writing a grant and carrying out a research project and then to oh, okay. maybe create some knowledge and then I would get home and then see people making you know so much money off of just completely false claims so um... I was like you know what I'm just gonna
1: that's sure. something we, we touched right. on quickly on the previous episode was that even though studies are funded by whoever, the people actually doing them, the scientists, everybody behind them, they actually care about people.
0: The amount of work yeah. that goes into these like, yeah. research studies is like, I don't even like to think about it because thinking about it makes me tired. And so like, it is funny for yeah. people just to be like, well, uh, that's funded by whoever, I don't know, whoever we hate now. Sure, Bill Gates, we'll just keep that up. And so, Big Bill. It, Big Bill, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Big Bill owns all the farmland yeah. and he runs every study, and you can't trust any of it. Here's my rat study. Buy this testicle supplement. um so, yeah, I, I understand. Like it's super <laughs> frustrating. It really is. Uh, but like I have seen, like a lot of your other yeah. stuff, you do talk about. You know, like, yeah, you, you know, the muscle and in, in the hypertrophy and that sort of stuff. So I mean, I'd love to like get like at least a little yeah. bit into that. Make sure we do that because otherwise I'll forget, and then we'll be the podcast podcast be over. And I'm like, ah, shit, oh, yes. I totally forgot.
2: Oh yeah, we have to talk about my favorite subject. Um, Yeah, so that video I made is one of my favorite things because it I think perfectly encapsulates my thought process of okay, I know when we go to the gym and eat protein and stuff, our muscles yes. grow, but how? How? So I'll tell you how. So we magic fairies. Um, our muscles. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> That's the of the podcast. Thanks, guys.
0: fairies done. done. You've been listening to in moderation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, back up. So it starts with understanding the very structure of a muscle mm-hmm. and the smallest functional unit, which is called the sarcomere. But if we back up, let's picture a muscle. Pick anyone you want. Let's say the bicep.
0: We'll oh, I would have said the, the calf. Um, oh no, you would not have bullshit. Get oh. out of here. Everyone thinks of the bicep. <laughs>
2: No, anything. Sorry that that was a bad idea. <laughs> uh, okay, so start with a muscle, and it kind of reminds me of one of those like you know those stackable doll or this those dolls where like it's the little the Russian, Russian dolls. Russian Russian dolls. Russian doll yeah. Yeah. dolls. You, we remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you take one out and then it's a little bit smaller and then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. That's exactly what it's like when you look at the structure of a muscle. And it's one of my favorite things to talk about. And it's something that I try to, I would try to make my students so excited about in grad school. um, And some of them did. So anyway, so we start with a big muscle. And our muscles are made up of a bunch of smaller bundles of these things called fascicles. Now, so if you took a cross section of a muscle, you would see just a bunch of like medium-sized circles, and those are fascicles. Yeah. Now, if we were to look at just one fascicle, and you took a cross section of that, okay. you would also see even more circles within that. And e- and each of those fascicles is a singular muscle fiber. So now we're like, okay. you know, two layers Peeling into this the layers. Yeah. doll metal. So we're like, we're, yes. we're yeah, like yeah. So onions
1: we had, and ogres. Like
0: onions. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody. Yeah.
2: Everybody- <laughs> The muscles are onions, that's all. What well, <laughs> so about a parfait. A parfait.
0: <laughs> How, do we all know Shrek? Can we just spend the rest of the episode <laughs> just quoting all of Shrek? Anyway, go ahead. There we go.
2: Um, so we've got the muscle and it's made of a bunch of fascicles. And then within fascicles, we have muscle fibers. And then within um, one muscle fiber, our next layer down or the next you know, smallest doll would be the myofibrils. Um, and then within that... And then within a myofibril, they are made up of a bunch of things called sarcomeres. And sarcomere is the actual thing that does the work to make your muscle contract. It's what we call the functional unit in physiology. When we think about organ systems, the smallest part that does the work is called the functional unit. And the sarcomere is what does that in the muscle. So we have lots of those. And the sarcomere. We have
0: tons of Yes. So so I'm the functional functional Functional.
1: unit of this podcast.
0: <laughs>
2: exactly. You are the
0: sarcomere. You can be the sarcomere, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm good
2: with that. Yes. But if we want, guys, we could keep going because sarcomeres are actually there's another doll behind it. And there's those a secret are doll. The myofilaments. There's a secret doll, and those are called the myofilaments, which if you've listened to fitness, social media, or taking a physiology course, those are the two myofilaments, actin and myosin. And those are the two things that go like this, there, there's a cross bridge formation and they pull each other towards each other. And that's called a power stroke. And anyway, that's, um, they're responsible for the sliding filament theory, which is how muscle contraction happens. So anyway, so that's, um, <clears throat> so long story short, we just went, you know, from the whole muscle down to the smallest, we had that functional unit, which was the sarcomere. And then one step down from that are those myofilaments, which are a bunch of little bands of protein. And now we need to get more of, because we're talking about hypertrophy, muscle growth, we need to get more of those myofilaments, more of those actin and myosin pr- proteins. And, and, and that's where the fairies come in. That,
0: that's where the fairy dust is.
2: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. So now we're done. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um and so those essentially those proteins need a lot of green lights um or go signs to start making more okay. um of those myofilaments so that oh, we can have
1: that's where the steroids yeah, come coming. in that's where.
2: <laughs> okay yes or what, wait was that not <laughs> what we
0: were referring to when we said fairy dust i thought we were just all on a level here we oh, all yes. knew what we were talking about
2: watch it yeah you know what our physiology is so amazing we actually don't need any of that and the mechanisms will <laughs> cool. still work and we can still have muscle growth it's um really cool okay so, so
0: basically we have we have all um, these russian nesting dolls all circles connected together, we're, we're made of circles and we, they're all like pulling they're all working together so when you flex your bicep you have just lots of these we'll say there's at least 10 of them okay. there's lots of them there's what, however many <laughs> um <laughs> probably more than 10 i would assume there's more than 10 sarcomeres right that's at least like at least
2: yeah. um Hundreds of, thousands of hundreds of
0: thousands of them, right. All working together. So then, you know, let's say I want to, you know, build some more muscle. Right. So, okay. So I'm going to go. So to you the want gym. to take those
1: 10 and you want to get 11. Now. I want to
0: get, uh, you want well, to it down. up to 11 we work with fractions here. Um, so I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do some resistance training where I lift weights and I lift things up and I put them down basically. Uh, and you, um, yeah. yeah. So how how does the, the the process of building more muscle? I know we eat protein and the protein has amino acids. Do we do we break those protein down? Yeah. Bro- yeah. proteins down. Yeah. Get the amino acids and those amino acids somehow make more filaments and sarcomeres and stuff, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And so those um the proteins within our muscle, those actin and myosin proteins um are made in a process as we've um, called muscle protein synthesis. And mm-hmm. our, our whole body, our day-to-day life is just a cycle. It's called protein turnover. So we have muscle protein okay. synthesis or just protein synthesis in general and protein breakdown. Mm-hmm. Right, because I think a lot of kind things that like like people when get –
0: sorry, people just get stuck on is it like you're in an anabolic state or you're a catabolic state where it's, oh, you're either growing or you're breaking things down. And oh, yes, it's really exactly. more, if I'm right, it's kind of both all happening at the same time. It's just kind of a net gain or a net loss, yeah. correct? Right. Exactly. okay
2: Yeah. It's kind of like if you think about like a monthly budget, okay. like you're, you know, maybe getting, and you're getting paid a couple times a month or you do a babysitting job right. and you got a little bit more there, but that doesn't mean like You know, if you make 20 bucks one night from babysitting, it doesn't mean you're net positive for the month just because you had an increase. Like, you know, it's it's a balance of, you know, what you make and what you expend or in this case, the protein that you build up and the protein that you break down. So 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 big
1: bill is Uh, the the steroids are big bill paying you under the table. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because I think people think of it like a light switch, where it's just like on or off. Like, okay, I'm anabolic, I'm catabolic. Catabolic is breaking things down, anabolic is is building things up. But really, it's just a, both of them's going on a little bit of time. So if you eat enough protein over the course of a week and do resistance training, and you uh, you know sleep enough, all these things, then you will be adding to these all these you know different pieces that build up a, mu- that exactly. make up a muscle.
2: Yes. Yeah. I do have a word on that idea in general but just to finish it so the the main green lights that help these muscles grow um there's three main things number one resistance training as we know number two amino acids when your body sees an influx of amino acids that will create a very anabolic environment um, which is why we say like increase protein Mm -hmm. now of course that needs to come in with a sufficient amount of energy as well so if someone is in an extreme calorie deficit and they're eating protein that's not an immediate anabolic response it's you know in the context of the entire system um and the third one is our growth hormones or growth factors um which are regulated by a lot of different things and so when people obviously when people take performance enhancing drugs that severely um increases growth hormone and testosterone and stuff like that um but even that's why when people talk about getting sufficient sleep it's because through um through a cascade, it increases circulating levels of growth hormone and literally helps you gain more muscle. And so overall muscle hypertrophy, if the main takeaway is if this was a whole like too long, didn't read for any of the listeners, it's really just um, amino acids, resistance training and sleep. I would would love to get into
0: like, it just like give people something they can take away and for like each of these parts. Mm -hmm. So like, okay uh protein how much protein should should someone get in a day if they're trying to to uh, build muscle i've heard somewhere anywhere from like 0. 0.5 grams to 1 gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight or whatever weight you're trying to achieve what would you what would you say how much yeah.
2: protein yeah there are it's hard because i know you guys have talked about this in the podcast also there's so much nuance and there every right. single person is just so of different course. you know yeah. um i really, if, if you're really passionate about muscle building and you just like, you're really wanting to take to that next level, you know, I think anywhere from 0.6 or 0 point, really 0.8 to like 1.2 grams per pound. Okay. Um, and that really depends on the person, but you know, there are some people who that that's also just really hard in general. And so I think a great place to start if you're not even close to there is like, add in an extra, you know, 10 grams of protein a couple of times a day or or once a day, yeah. you know, like making those, those small steps. And so, um, you know, when I think but I mean, that's just an anecdotal experience. I, you know, I started with that 0.8 to one gram per pound, and that's pretty consistently what I hit these days too. But, um, it's people have have success. It's the thing is like people will have success doing one. People will have success doing. And I more, like what you said and doing because less. You so said so like, oh, you don't
0: thing. if you're because su- a lot of people are like whoa, that's a lot of numbers. I'm of the math. What the hell's going on? Hold on a second. Yeah. Like how Especially about when you use just-
1: two different uh measurement systems there? But there's grams a good and measurement pounds. system
0: in in freedom units, and then there's whatever everybody else in the world uses. It's fine. <laughs> like I'm a little confused with all yeah. of it because you know it doesn't make any sense. So uh, why don't I just add a little bit more protein? And so like uh, one meal, why don't I just pick a meal, add a little bit more protein into that meal? That's enough for now. And you can always go from there. So I would say, you know, anywhere from around like, Point yeah, point seven to one gram per pound of ideal body weight. It's great if you don't even want to get to that. Just add yeah. in a little bit more protein. All yes, protein powders are fine. I get that asked so often. Are they going to destroy my kidneys? It's just protein. It's protein from food. They oh, take wow. it from plants or whey, which is milk, and they make it into a powder. Yeah. And it's just convenient. It's not steroids. It's not going to make you blow up. But it's just a convenient source of protein to hit your. Protein are you balls.
1: sure? Because Eddie Abu has holy told me that holy
0: shit! I it's mean, poison him, it's for terrible your body. And it's it's I did not. None of it makes any sense. But, but it I mean, to make then sense.
1: turn around and have cheese, right?
0: It doesn't. It's, I just, it's oh, it's well, such a thing,
2: and, and that's the problem. I think with these, like said, colloquial understandings of fitness and nutrition and physiology, is people will call protein powders poison. But if you think about you know our DNA is encoded with twenty amino acids that are used for muscle protein synthesis, and when yeah. you, ob- as you guys as we've talked about in in all of our videos, you have our essential and non essential amino acids, and a complete protein is one with all nine essential amino acids that our body can't make. And guess what? Those nine essential amino acids are in cheese. They're in whey protein. They're in yes. animal products. They're in some plant product. Like our body recognizes them as amino acids. Yes. And I, I think it's just um, so. Yeah, it, it takes. Yeah, Get it's, enough it's almost like we
1: have a digestive yeah. system to break yes. things down to their basic amino it's, acids. Eat
0: food. Have protein powder if you want. You don't need it. You don't need the extra stuff. You don't need BCAAs. You don't need all the other stuff. Mm-hmm um you know mm-hmm. just keep it keep it basic yep. okay so we've got that kind of protein down obviously we need you know sleep you know any i generally as i work in yep. sleep medicine i would say you know try and get 7 to 8 hours a night yep. obviously things i'm a new father like shit happens like you're not going to yep. get exactly yep. what you want every night but just you yep. know you would say do your best to get you know what sleep you can and then you know as far as resistance training i'm yep. kind of curious your thoughts on like you know someone starting off kind of what you know maybe you'd recommend uh just for like and sort of like getting into the resistance training
2: um that's a great question i think there's definitely to a certain extent there's like this dose response relationship meaning you know the the more in general the more days per week you resistance train if you go from 1 to 2 2 to 3 3 to 4 there's generally going to be um an increase Response, or you're going to see, you know, more growth the more frequent you do. Um, you know, I have um, some of my clients, like I have some people who are in college and can commit to two days a week, and I have some people who just love going six days a week. Um, and it, it's one of those things. Like my number one question when I have clients is, how many days? think about your life, your responsibilities, what you have going on, how, how many days can you commit to going? I always recommend at least two, um, the, I the, the, it. the guidelines uh, the physical activity guidelines also recommend at least two. Um, so yeah, minimum two. Um, and if you can commit to more and enjoy it and it's like your favorite method of exercising or it's, yeah, it's a method of exercising you more. enjoy. Um, yeah, you up to, you know, I- yeah. depending on intensity you can be up to like six
0: i think that's a great piece of advice just starting off with two you can get a lot of results with two like you know just a couple of yeah. times a week people mm-hmm. think oh if i work out four nights four days a week i get double the progress no it's it's not a it's not an exact mm. it's it's you know two is great <clears> and then you'll yeah. get a little bit more as you go up but starts, you know, it's always good just to start somewhere. And I see so many people that are like, I'm gonna go five times a week. You don't have time for that. I love what you said, Ashley. Like you talk to them, like, hey, how much time can you reasonably put into this? Like, listen, you've got all this stuff going on in your life and you're like, I wanna do five, six days a week. Come on, like just a couple days a week is great. And you'll be adding all those yeah. sarcomeres, fairy dust and the other things that are
1: Another like- thing is um yes. sometimes people oh, talk gosh. to me about <laughs> they're they're not able to dedicate like an hour right yeah every day you don't have to go an hour and you can break it up into like 10 minutes here and mm-hmm. there you know you, you hit your quads in the morning do a couple exercises of quads you can, maybe you have some time in the afternoon you can hit your chest before bed you can hit your triceps whatever uh you can, you don't have to do it in one right full hour
0: and you know we we definitely covered a lot of this with like you know we mm-hmm. had Raiden on so you know i just wanted to touch on yeah. a little bit but since we got ashley and we got more of like the physiology and stuff i definitely want to get into that like i'd love to know more like uh you know when it comes to electrolytes uh, mostly what i know about them it's what plants crave but besides that i know that it's important in muscle <laughs> and muscle contraction and that sort of thing so you know give me can you give me a little bit of the deal and with important
1: like- in sea salt no wait himalayan salt no wait <laughs> It's Celtic sweet. salt. No wait.
0: Okay. There's Whatever salt. salt. There's always a new salt. My God. There's every time. Why are we we're, oh we're fear-mongering water and salts and like the things we the basic <laughs> shit we need? God, it's so much. What? Yes, give us the magic. Okay, actually, give salt. us the magic salt that everybody needs to, needs to
2: have. Yeah, it's actually um if you go to the link in my bio, um, <laughs> There's the special salt. Even that
0: it's none yeah. of the salts. You can't don't use any of those.
1: Promo code yeah. Rock Girl six <laughs> seven four three.
2: Yes, yeah. If you just click on the link um, and use my code, I'm not going to tell you any details. But once you buy it, um, yeah, that's you'll all. Just, it. You'll just buy it, and then you just take a little grain and you yes. put it
1: on the tip of your tongue, and it absorbs uh, into your body, and, yeah. and everything is better.
2: <laughs> I saw one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite, um, like, cooking creators. I'm just like literally obsessed with their content. They recently were talking about, oh, only use this salt because it has yeah. minerals. I'm like, oh gosh, no, not yeah, you too. No. <laughs> it's
0: everywhere.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, electrolytes. Yeah. Why are they well, good yeah, what, for why us? Why do we um, do need them? Why do we need them? So they pretty much act, well, they're essential in a lot of different processes in our body. Um. The first thing that comes to my mind, probably... One of my favorite topics is called the sodium potassium Mm -hmm. pump, um, which establishes our resting membrane potential in our neurons. Um, So to put that in English, uh, so we have, you know, our brain and then we have our nerves that travel throughout the rest of our body. And, you know, in order for our eyes to blink and for our mouth to move so we can talk or, you know, to you listening right now, you're having an auditory input into your ear that's traveling to your brain and then making sense of it this is all happening magic. through neurons with one of, yeah magic the fairy dust <laughs> yep. and that's it so thank you oh, gosh this is um this is all happening through um like signals or Im- nerve impulses also the physi what we call them in physiology is action potentials um and that really happens from when signals travel f- across neurons um, it's what we call ap- action potential propagation and so we have something called the resting membrane potential um, in our neurons so uh, the cells and really the functional units of our nervous system which is our brain and spinal cord and um, the the nerves are neurons and you know that's what obviously like I just said that's where the the impulses travel through um, they are, They have this charge to them on the inside and outside of the cell. And those charge, those charges are established by electrolytes, those minerals in a solution. So sodium has a charge, a positive charge in water. Chloride has a negative charge in water. You know, we've got potassium, magnesium, all these different ions that exist in water with charges and, um... Sorry, to, without getting too technical, we just so, – so the the perfect balance right. of sodium and potassium inside and outside of our, our nerve cells and for that to travel down the nerve cells perfectly is literally how any of us can think and do anything. And so it just right. – that's what – So, proper, the, so I know it's all important in muscle hyd-
0: contraction, right? You need sodium and that's why you'll see rehydration drinks – uh you know like your Gatorades or whatever they'll have sodium they'll have these things and correct me if i'm wrong like I mean you both probably maybe even know a little bit more than i do but like i know the prime you guys have heard like about prime the the energy yeah. or the the rehydration formula <sighs> that they're always like kind of dogging on Gatorade because like oh it's got sugar first off it's for athletes who are sweating and like sugar is calories right. and they got to need calories and yeah. they kind of need energy which yeah i it's not made and for people just to be sitting asking, and it's it's so silly. But also, what I find funny is they're like, oh, they have like 270 milligrams of electrolytes. We have 271 or whatever it is. Like it's just like one more. But they add a ton of potassium yeah. instead of sodium. And so, like from what I <laughs> my un- basic understanding yeah. is, like, well, no, we need a little bit more sodium than we need potassium. And he's just kind of loading it up with pe- potassium oh. because potassium is doesn't have a strong of a taste. As sodium is like you know really salty, so it's gonna kind of ruin the taste of your yeah. your drink.
2: No. As, yeah, especially in the context of oral rehydration solutions and, you know, things that make you dehydrated, like sports or traveling or humidity, stuff like that. Right. Um, A, a balance of our electrolytes is so important. And so if you're just taking in potassium, that's like... You know, and, and a dumbed down version is almost like taking in one sole macronutrient and thinking that that's healthier than, you know, the, the a good balance of all of them kind of thing. Like, we wouldn't call someone healthy if they're only eating protein or they're only eating carbohydrates. No, like, you need right. all of those different macronutrients. Well, we've really learned it's, it's about marketing. And
1: what's funny about like, them I dogging remember, on the, you know, uh, the sugar. Is the sugar serves a secondary purpose in addition to being carbohydrates? It helps increase the absorption of yeah. those electrolytes.
2: It's a secondary active transporter across the trans across the membrane. It's um, a really cool method of. It, it's just so cool how our bodies do stuff like that. That's and true. I think I just remember being kind of disappointed when the when Prime first came out and they were marketing of why it's so much better than all of the other drinks and they were you know, dogging on sugar and dogging on sodium. And I think this is such an issue with the divide between understanding of what, what human science is and just trying to market health. And those are separate things that really shouldn't be separate. And so, and I think it, I I personally think it's, it's deep rooted. There's this like hatred of sodium also. And I think it's deep. It's just kind of like (laughs) the way that diet culture has evolved to today because sodium too much of anything is too much as we know too yeah. sodium can make people swell up and then it makes them feel bloated and then it's like it's a i think it's a body thing it, or uh, like a <sighs> the feeling of being bloated and stuff like that i just think it goes back to Toxic diet. Sodium is an interesting one because it's it's kind of like we're
0: going back and forth with everything we've talked about before with like saturated (laughs) fats and sugar like this is bad now it's good. Mm -hmm. Sodium is one of those things that has been demonized understandably so for certain because we are getting we generally exceed most people generally exceed the amount of sodium they need in a day. If you have heart disease you're at risk for it having excess sodium is problematic but now we've kind of turned around and you know a lot of people are saying like no you need sodium so Sodium's good, but only sodium from pink Himalayan salt, Celtic sea salt, whatever, because those have minerals, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, it's interesting to see this turn. And now... Prime is a prime example of good marketing. If you told me like what's good marketing, I'm like look at Prime because they're like oh sugar bad people no sugar bad so we say sugar bad too we use little sugar they use electrolytes we use more <laughs> electrolytes which one which electrolytes doesn't matter don't ask us in what forms in what quantities again doesn't matter we have little sugar we have more electrolytes so it's really for the average person it's tough because they they hear these words like I know sugar's bad I know oh, my body needs electrolytes and so prime says they have less of one more of another and so I'm going to buy it and it's just like when you look at it and then they hire you know like uh, famous people in the UFC and whatnot to say they drink it there's no fucking way these people like these actual athletes are drinking prime they're throwing that shit in the trash that is garbage to them (laughs) I mean for the average person who's just like sitting on the couch sure you could drink it it makes water taste better it's got sucralose so it makes water taste better and sure it's got some potassium and most (laughs) people aren't getting enough potassium I guess so you know, if you want to drink it for that, yeah. fine. But as an athlete, get there, throwing that shit in the garbage and they're drinking actual. Yeah. The, oh my god, the IV, the liquid IV. You know, like liquid IV. That's I see people like, oh, look how much sugar is in it. There's a reason it's for athletes. Right. Are you come on? Yeah. Work with me a little bit here. Glucose is right. And we our primary yeah. energy source, carbohydrates, glucose. They need that. It's quick energy. Yeah oh that's that's yeah. my frustrated right anyway
2: yeah and it's it's the so, as you, like like you were saying yes it's it tastes good sure. and it's a source of potassium but it's like and i know i know this this doesn't happen but it's like be so precise with your marketing because otherwise it just confuses people and it just perpetuates this echo chamber of, of just mm-hmm. misinformation about how the body works and and what's good and bad and toxic and non-toxic. Yeah. Our favorite words. So, I mean,
0: would you recommend anything for like specifically, you know, someone going to the gym, like, Hey, I'm just going to the gym. You know, Mm -hmm. should I just drink water? Is that fine? I mean, I usually tell people like, you can throw like a flavoring packet in it to make it taste better. A little bit of caffeine. I like caffeine, but everybody's different. Some people are sensitive. Some people don't Mm -hmm. feel it at all. You know, you kind of just have to find what works for you. I mean, that's kind of what I'm on.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I would recommend is just find what works for you. Like if it's, if you, and if water is fine to you, but it's more fun when it's in a cute water bottle, like do that. Like that's how I like to do it. Or if it's, you know, those flavor enhancers or the caffeine infused flavor enhancers or even electrolyte packets, if it just tastes good to you, like find what works. But um, the biggest thing I think is just don't just be cautious when people are telling you, You know, this is how you have to do it. Otherwise, X, Y, and Z will happen. Coming soon. Usually, it's not even that. In
1: moderation, brand cute (laughs) water bottles.
0: I go. I would
2: sell a cute water bottle. I'd sell the fuck
0: out of a cute water bottle. I'd put like I don't know a little Hello Kitty (laughs) maybe or something. Like I don't. I mean, obviously not that because we get sued. But like just okay. Looks just not enough like it.
1: Okay, Liam, we're we're putting on like cute anime TV versions of my cat and your dog.
0: Yeah. Stuff like that. There That's we go. what I would go with for like a cute water bottle. I think that we could sell the fuck out of that. I'm not Heck yeah. <laughs> we- <laughs> maybe we could can we get one of the ones where you put the little fruit in it? Cause that always seems like, you know, maybe the we fruit could- infusers. Yeah. Yeah. The fruit infusers. We could say something about detoxing or whatever. Like you fuck your kidneys, drink this or something like that. I feel like people would buy that. Right. Like am I, I'm not, I feel like I'm
2: crazy here. No, I think that's good. No, and then you can put circumere on there so people always remember. sarcomere (laughs) fairy
0: dust, going at you! Drink, drink up, (laughs) bottoms up, bro. We would make such a good fucking water bottle. We kill it in the Uh, water bottle. I'm adding this to the merch list. Yes, water bottle next. yeah we've got this. That's awesome. And can we? I want to put it. What's like electrolytes is what plants crave. Because I always, I just, I fucking love that. Like that, like that's just a great great quote. People love it. All right, we'll we'll fucking we'll troubleshoot this later. We'll figure it out. But guys, everybody listening, look out for the next water bottle. I am I am ranting in my joking voice, but I'm serious about this. We will be coming out with an awesome water bottle.
1: Heck yeah!
2: Yes, we'll encourage people to be hydrated. I love it. Yeah,
0: I mean. There's so much it's just there's so much marketing and like I see those videos of people like I put I don't know God what honey in and salt together and like I put baking soda in there too because fuck it. Why not like alkalizes something and that somehow gives me the craziest. No, point. it's it's important that
1: you put lemon and baking soda together well, because yeah. you need to you need Balance. to have that acid and
0: base. Yeah, it balances it out. Our body balances things out. We oh, need gosh. to balance out our food.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Some people never took organic chemistry, and it shows. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking, everyone. No,
0: you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, I wanted to ask something. I just remember I want to ask something. Muscle types. I'm glad I remember this, because I was like, I'm going to forget this. There's two types of, like, the muscle. There's, like, fast twitch and slow twitch, right? Like, that's a, like...
2: Oh, yeah, the muscle fiber. Yeah, there's types.
0: muscle fiber. So there's fast twitch, like, you know, like sprinters and stuff, you know, you go real fast. And then slow twitch is more like, you know, long term, you know, endurance runners and stuff like that. As far as I am aware, my dumb brain, mostly it's like genetic in what like people have fast or slow twitch. You can't like, you know, change it for the most part. And some muscles, like maybe calves, have like slower twitch because they're more for like long term endurance and other muscles. But like, so tell me if I'm aware, what's, what's what's up with that? Like with the things? Tell me things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, you're right, right on it. Um, so we've got three, so there's, there's flat in general, fast twitch and slow twitch. Okay. Um, if you've taken a physiology course, it's generally, oh, this is, I wouldn't have to look back on this. I think it's, um, slow oxidative. Yeah. It's slow oxidative, um, fast oxidative, and then fast oxidative glycolytic or something okay. like that. Um, which is really just, um, the, the name is really summarizing uh, its it's metabolic properties. Um, but they're also called, because this makes perfect sense, um, yes. type 1, type 2A, and type 2X. Um, and each muscle will always have a combination right. of all of them. Um, and, you know, when we think about, yeah, just like you said, Liam, so our, our postural muscles, our back, our erector spinae has a lot of, it's primarily that type 1. I guess I should explain... The type one is really like low threshold. It can work for a very, very, very long time, but it can't produce right. a lot of power, which is great when we need to do things like sit up straight or stand up straight. So we see those in our back, in our calves, because they can help us stand or help us sit up for a very long time without getting super fatigued. And then we have our type 2A and type 2X, and those are things, you know, if that make really, really strong, really powerful movements, they can, they're so, so strong and they produce so much power. Um, but they don't last very long. And so when we think of thing, you know, when we're sprinting, we're using our, our quads a lot. And so our quads have a lot of those type two, um, those type two fibers. Um, so yes, all of And to answer your question, Liam, all of our muscles will have a little bit and just human nature, Some of our muscles will have different proportions of them, but it's largely determined by genetics. And it can be influenced by training to an extent, but it's just, it's one of those things that it depends on, you know, how long you've been training for age, sex, uh, genetics also. So there's a lot of different factors. Clearly, I am primarily
1: type 2X because the X stands for extreme Mm -hmm. and we know how extreme I am.
2: Exactly. Yeah. As a skeletal muscle physiologist I can confirm that
0: so. cuz yeah I've always seen yeah, I've seen videos of stuff people are like you have to work do these exercises to you know get this muscle type you know more of this muscle fiber and that but for yeah, I just wanted to make sure like it's pretty much uh-huh. just genetic uh you know it all co- there's I think I think in just like in terms of like uh, making videos or making content you want to you want to pick something that's just that sounds sciency right like it's got to sound sciency and it's got to have some basis in reality but then you kind of have to take a left turn and make up your own shit because then you are the only one that that can give this information so you're like okay there's type muscle fiber types yes that is correct there's two types so there's fast twitch there's slow twitch okay now I am going to give you these specific exercises <laughs> so that will only so you'll get more of these muscle fibers <laughs> And so like and now it seems like specific information that I have and more people come back to me. So I feel like, you know, the main thing we've learned on this podcast over after 27 episodes or however many we're on, you said at the beginning, I already forgot, doesn't matter, (laughs) uh, is that we're really learning how to like grift people well. I think by the end of this, everyone listening and Mm -hmm. all of us are going to know so well how to make like, you know, mm-hmm. content. And yeah. That can real that really uh, target people.
1: We're all going to become professional grifters.
0: gonna
2: be so good. Yeah. And that's exactly the point, right? Like that's what, you know, we push on our pages and stuff like that. So I'm glad this is <laughs> working so well.
0: I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking, I'm just thinking about more muscle. Yeah. I mean, what about there? What if there's three muscle type fibers? Like, what if I say like, there's a third one that scientists haven't found yet. There's so many avenues I could take. It's Literally. crazy.
2: There are type 2B muscles, but those are only found in mice. Well, that's actually. what the, si- that's what the yeah. science Whoa. is. But
0: I could say, like, what if you, this special oh, supplement yeah. will give you those muscle fiber types? Those will increase oh, that yeah. in humans. And
2: think about
0: It's so good. Mm,
2: mm-hmm. And think about who finds those studies. You just can't even believe any, anything. It's so, so good. What do those researchers know? You know? Well, all it's, you have to do is
1: just not say that the study was in mice.
0: Or, you know, it was funded by someone or whatever. Perfect. It doesn't matter. It's just, you know, flashed up on the screen. Man, I'd be so good at this. You guys do the rest mm-hmm. of the episode. I'm going to sit here and think about how I can grip this fuck out of
2: people. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later.
1: <laughs> so, so to sum up this entire episode, you're made of circles. There's a muscle fairy that gives you muscles and liam's becoming a grifter okay good night everybody
0: russian nesting dolls but circles whatever go study rocks everyone have a good day
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes and for anyone listening if you just want a fun fact to carry around in your noggin just remember that the sarcomere is the functional unit of the muscle and if you ever want to talk to me about it let me know because it's so (laughs) fun
0: come (laughs) to me with all sarcomere related questions
1: well, I mean, on that note, you, you need to tell everybody where to find you. I
0: guess. She shod.
2: Oh. Probably, yes. yeah. Um you can find me on TikTok, which is Ashley Freeman underscore. Um, that's where a lot of my educational videos are. And then I'm trying to move them to Instagram also. And that's Ashley Freeman97. What, no underscore? Where you can find me.
0: Was Ashley Freeman no, underscore really taken? Either. Was that taken? That's what I was taking. It was probably taken.
2: Well, okay, actually, <laughs> on So, Instagram, so Ashley Freeman 97 on Instagram was taken. Or, no, sorry, Ashley Freeman 97 on TikTok was taken. So, I was like, ugh, I'll have to do an underscore. But now I, people usually are consistent. I know you're messing up. You gotta just pick a whole new thing now.
1: This sorry, this coming guys. from the guy you know, who has underscores in his Instagram one, but not his TikTok one. Oh,
0: you know, it's the same words. <laughs> I'm <It's completely laughs> nitpicky here, okay? All listen, we're here. We just got to actually change it to Sarkomir or ask me Sarkomir or something like that. It's across-
2: lover. <laughs> yes. um But what you can do, if you're interested, you can just Ashley Freeman underscore on TikTok. And then there's that Instagram button right there from my profile. So just, you just, know, just
1: do the cheat method,
2: making it really centralizing it for everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, that's where you can find me.
1: Okay. But, but before we kick you off, we need to hear about creatine because everyone always asks about creatine. And you talk about creatine a lot.
0: Yeah, we didn't even talk about creatine. We're gonna get asked yes. that a hundred times if we don't. Let's 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 speed run through creatine. Okay. Speed, run. Okay, speed got, run. okay. I've got I've got the stopwatch. And go. Okay. Creatine. What form of creatine should I take?
2: Creatine monohydrate.
0: How much How much should I take?
2: Five grams is fine. One scoop. Should I
0: take it on days I rest, or should I should I only take it on days I exercise?
2: Take it every day. Days you rest also.
0: Take it every day. Does it matter when I take it?
2: Nope. Just be consistent.
0: Um, give me a short summary on how it helps me in the gym.
2: Make it short. Make it short. Um,
0: make it short. Short, <laughs> short, short, short. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come so, um,
2: on. It helps with energy production.
0: Pressure, John. You're being graded on this.
2: But yeah, it helps with energy production. <laughs> That's really, what it there is. There you go.
0: Energy production. So you could make uh, had more force. Is it steroids?
2: It's not steroids. And uh, a, a no on energy production. <laughs> um, <it's, No. laughs> in one workout, it can help give you that extra oomph to get an extra couple reps. And so when you're taking it over time consistently, it's really how you see that meaningful change. Okay, sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> Does it, will it make me lose my hair?
2: No, no, it won't.
0: Like <laughs> the way you just like absolutely not. I can ask that a lot. God,
2: yeah, it will not.
0: Uh, do you got anything else, Rob? I feel like that's most. Um, how bad is it going to bloat me? Oh, the bloating, yeah.
2: If you're properly hydrated, it's not going to bloat you. I have a whole reason. I have oh, a whole video. Should, you,
0: should I cycle it? Should I cycle it? Do no, I cycle it?
2: No, 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 no. No cycle, okay. no loading. Just take it and it will be fine. Just, there um, you go. Yeah. There's, if there are people who have, if people have said they feel bloated when they take it, it's for a reason independent of the creatine. Um, It has to do with hydration. I have an entire video on that, not to plug myself, but just to, if you're wondering, like, how does that even happen? Um, but all that to say, it's not inherently dehydrating.
0: <laughs> okay. So it's great. On, on
1: that note, I, I also want to add that um, like, if you are having digestive troubles taking one form of creatine, try a different form. It's not the creatine. It's what it's bound to that's causing you to have those digestive troubles. Yeah, that's
0: the only time you should not get monohydrates if you're having trouble tolerating. So it's great. It can give you an extra rep in the gym and therefore lead to more muscle growth. It's very effective. Our body naturally makes it. Get whatever you know form is third-party tested and cheap on Amazon. It doesn't matter. Can anybody. I give it to my cat? Can I give it to my cat?
2: We'd have to look at the data. I, um, I want a
0: muscle cat. I don't know if you can. can cats? <laughs> I mean, they eat meat, so like there's. <laughs> yeah. I would assume it's fine. I don't know. We oh, eat, can, can can
1: can teenagers take it? Oh, oh right, teenagers. Yes. That's in the whole yeah.
2: One. I've done a lot of. There's a lot of research on that. There's also a lot of research on creatine in children, um, looking at exercise oh. performance, like youth, and they. Because they're short term studies, they do like loading phases, and these kids tolerate 20 ish grams of creatine a day with literally no adverse events. So, no shit. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: So, give kids random supplements. That's basically what we've learned. From this. Just give your children different supplements and see what happens. And maybe just, it'll be great.
2: That was just to the point of it's very well tolerated for humans.
0: <laughs> maybe they'll turn into Spider Man. We don't know. We can't yeah, say. Hopefully. We cannot say
1: disclaimer do not give your child anabolic steroids
0: yes that's important i
1: don't know why i have to say that there are parents that do that was
0: don't give your kids steroids there was a bunch of stuff and then somehow at the end they really drove home the fact that you shouldn't give your kids steroids it was very weird but you should listen to it
2: yes (laughs) also don't forget the sarcomeres. Hey,
0: wasn't that a great time? Listen to the podcast. You were just, I'm assuming you knew or you were just listening to In Moderation. So if you go ahead and hit the the five star button, is that a thing? Uh, The like button? That's a thing. The like button on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Not the dislike button. That's a bad button the Bad like button, button. don't button. touch hit, all, don't so touch hit all the other buttons the share the, the go, you can go check out our, all those things subscribe <laughs> go check out our patreon yeah. we have we do have a patreon it's free to join if you want or you could give us some money that'd be really cool like a dollar or two it doesn't matter <laughs> whatever you have that's, that's who, where you'll super, find all
1: the news for this
0: we're super appreciative you can find all sorts of other stuff there we do giveaways i think sometimes you know sometimes all that goes. yeah absolutely yeah. so uh
1: peace